This is the Funville Nine, driven by AAA, the official podcast of the Richmond Flying Squirrels. Here's your host, Trey Wilson. Hello and welcome to today's Flying Squirrels pregame conversation. Today I got a chance to sit down with Flying Squirrels manager Dennis Pelfrey. About 30 games into the start of the season, wanted to catch up and see how things were going, see what some of his thoughts were on this year's team so far. Flying Squirrels interplay sitting in first place right now in the Southwest Division, although they've hit a little bit of a slide this week in Erie. So uh, without any further ado, here's Pelf's thoughts on that and plenty more. We're talking today, uh, kind of a quarterly update, not quite yet to the 25% mark of this 2023 season, but joined by Flying Squirrels manager, Dennis Pelfrey. I uh, figured today would be a good time to kind of take a look at uh, how things have gotten where they are so far this year. I think by now we see a little bit of what this team is, what it maybe could be. Uh, sitting in first place, uh, almost 30 games into the start of the season, but uh, definitely a lot to be excited about and a lot to still be working on. What have you thought about the first month and a half or so of this season? Been really, really impressed with the way that our guys have played the game. Um, I think from a fan standpoint, we're a really fun team to watch and we're running the bases really well, playing fast and uh, athletic. And uh, we have a very dynamic ball club. And again, each night it's virtually somebody different, you know, taking care of business for us to help us win games and it's 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 really cool to see and it's uh it's a it's a really fun time to be a part of the part of this organization yeah, you know last year the first couple months of the season the story was kind of the power of the home runs so it's a little bit there's a little bit of that this year but it's not been nearly as uh, is on the surface as, as blatant as it was in 2022 but this year it's been um last couple of days aside pretty consistent hitting uh, guys getting hot and maybe feeding off each other big innings, four or five run innings, and uh, really strong pitching, especially from the bullpen. Would you say that that's a pretty fair assessment of, of what this team has looked like so far? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think, you know, 2022 to, to 2023, it's really a complete 180 with the style of play. Um, but the one thing that stays consistent, and I think it's throughout the entire organization, is is the type of guys that we have, the teammate type guys. And they're all playing for each other. So last year, yes, you know, we relied a little bit more on the home run. Um, but we also had some guys that contributed and made some, you know, had some big hits for us to win some games early and had a phenomenal first half. Um, and all that credit was due just to what goes on in the clubhouse. And I think the same thing is true here. A different style of the game, um, not necessarily the home runs, but more of like the big hit, you know, get it to the next guy type of mentality on the field but the same in the clubhouse with how you know our chemistry and camaraderie is 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 really really special and I think that you know it happens throughout the entire organization it's really cool really fun to be around well through this series so far against Erie uh, it's been three drastically different games and three drastically different types of losses uh, it's been the longest losing skit so far this year Monday got up early and then things kind of just went off the rails. And then Tuesday, outstanding pitching, outstanding defense. They just get that one big hit late in the eighth inning, two outs. And then yesterday, pretty sloppy game on both sides uh, for both teams. So uh, what do you think that these guys in this clubhouse have taken away from the last few days? Is there anything, uh, now that they've kind of hit their first struggle stretch of the season, maybe except for a couple of days in Harrisburg, um, that, that can make them a little bit better down the road? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, like you said, our first game here on Tuesday, you know, 10-1 to 1 was a score. Um, really the first game all year that we've actually 
you know, got beat pretty bad. Um, virtually every other game we've lost has been one or two runs and really tight, really close games, which <clears throat> those are the type of games that I, you know, I want us to be involved in every night, regardless whether we win or lose. And it was really cool um, and special for me to see the next day was a quick turnaround day game, 11 a.m. game. And like you said, it was an awesome game to watch from both sides, four to, four to three as far as hits, seven hits in the game. And 0-0 going into the eighth inning, and they scored. They scratched one across in the bottom of the eighth, and they beat us one nothing. And um, for us to come back after getting beat, you know, ten to one, and play a game like that was re really special to me. Um, it just shows the the type of character guys we have. And then again, like yesterday, it was a little sloppy on both sides, and um, both sides kept fighting. So you know, a testament to their team as well and how they're how they're competing. And and I think that's going to be the case for a lot of teams like you know Altoona last week. And you know, not that we have a target on our back, but the way that we're playing, the style of play, teams are going to have to step up their game to, to beat us. And, uh, and you know, these teams are doing it. They, they, they are they're coming after us. And, uh, you know, we're holding our own, you know, our ground. And, and we're doing some really cool things, sending some guys up the AAA. And the next guy is standing, standing there filling those spots and, um, you know, and figuring out a way to, to win. And I think that that's the biggest part of development in my eyes is, is guys figuring out how to win, adjust, and adapt during the games. Yeah, we talked about how the team is a lot different from what from what it was in 2022, but really the team's a little bit different from what it was in April. Um, and it's a great thing to see those guys go up, Tyler Fitzgerald and uh, Chris Wright and, uh, and Patrick Bailey. And um, there's there might be some more coming at some point soon. So for some of these players who've had a chance to go up, but you mentioned that and seen some guys step in, and handle those roles uh, with Tyler Fitzgerald and kind of what he, he does defensively. I think that we've seen a next level of defense from Simon Whiteman. I know he's not playing shortstop every day. Luciano's getting a lot of that, but uh, he's, he's a, definitely a player that seems like he's kind of hit a different level here over the last few weeks. Would you say that that's fair? Yeah, I mean, with Simon, you know, just, you know, last year coming in, he didn't get the playing time that he's getting this year to off the bat. He obviously made some huge adjustments in his game this offseason, but He's getting the opportunity to play virtually every day, and um, and he's getting to showcase his skills. And everybody's you know different as far as the players. And again, like you said, you know when we send a guy like Fitzgerald up, somebody's got to step up and, and fill that fill those shoes, so to speak. But again, like anytime we send anybody up, Patrick Bailey, Fitzgerald, you know on, on the offensive side or the position player side, you know we they're they're those guys are irreplaceable because they're really good baseball players, right? But we have other guys that will come in, like Luciano's coming in, totally different type of player than Fitzgerald, but he's going to bring his own value to our our ball club. You know, once he gets acclimated and gets comfortable, I think he's been here for a week now, and um, you know, you're going to see him start to fill in some of those some of those holes as well uh, with what he can do on the on the defensive side and offensive side. And 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 again, for anybody else that comes in, Rob Emery coming in to to replace what Pat Bailey was doing for us. Not that he's going to be the same player or anything like that, but he's going to fill some holes for us and. And I think that's just a, about what everybody understands, at least when they come here, is like we are together during the game, during our work and BP and stuff. That's when you're selfish for yourself and you take care of your work and you make yourself better and you help, you know, when we get to the game, you help the other players around you be better. And, um, and that's where that culture comes in. And, and it's really, really special to kind of see it all come together in those games and, you know, guys picking each other up and, um, if somebody makes a mistake, hey, I got you, and those type of things. So I think that, you know, from a player standpoint, we want to keep sending guys up. And, you know, every time we send them up, I tell them I don't want to see them back here. And, 
go up there and perform and do well. And, you know, just like with like A.C. Schmidt making his Major League debut um, the other day, it was really special because he was here with us last year for a little bit. Yeah, let's talk about Casey Schmidt for just a second. Um, there are certain players that when they get here, you kind of, if you haven't seen them play much, you've, of course, seen Casey at that point. But for a lot of people who hadn't seen him, they, I mean, he wasn't a guy that was um, as highly touted as some other prospects. And then he came here and he hit like 350, showed a little bit of power, showed an incredible third base. Uh, and some people think he kind of came out of nowhere. I think that you guys have always seen what we saw in 2022 out of Casey Schmidt. Uh, by the time he got got to Richmond, he really started to piece it together after kind of the lost year in 2021. So for for Casey Schmidt, what he's done in the big leagues over the last three days, is that uh, just kind of what everybody was expecting? I mean, I don't think anybody expects that. I mean, he's, what is he, four for four last night, two for four, two for four. So, you know, four or eight for 12, two homers in his first three games, just incredible. I don't think that's an expectation for anybody. I think everybody wants to perform well, right? And 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 just uh, just give themselves a chance to have that type of success. But with Casey, I mean, you know, when you look back at it now, it's like, oh, it doesn't surprise me because of the type of kid that he is. And, and again, it goes, goes back to all the guys we have in our organization. Like, I think that, you know, a lot of our players, you know, kind of go under the radar when you talk about highly touted prospects. And, we, you know, we have a handful of guys that are talked about a lot and they're really good. We also have a, guy, a lot of guys that aren't talked about that are really good and, and guys like, you know, Tyler Fitzgerald, for example, is a guy that, you know, he's never been, been really highly touted, but he's he's always been a really good baseball player and he gets better and better and better. And I think that that's the whole idea. It's like, like when guys come in and they get drafted or their first year, you know, they're they're trying to, to you know, get acclimated to the system and see what it's going to take for them to become better and perform in our metrics and the things that we look at and the things that we value to move themselves up. And once they figure out how that works and really find out what type of player they are and find themselves, so to speak, you're going to see a lot of guys really start to perform. Shane Matheny, you know, is another guy I would talk about. Like, you know, he, he had struggled for a few years previously to last year, and he ended up having a fantastic year last year because he finally figured out who he was and, you know, how to shine in our organization, so to speak. And he's doing really well in AAA this year. So I think that, you know, every player in the organization has a chance to, you know, have the Casey Schmidt story because I think they're all, you know, on that same path. They're all they're all wanting that and they're all working really hard to get that. And um, and it's really cool for one of their peers, you know, the guy that he was playing here in Richmond last year and he's in the big leagues tearing it up with a lot of the guys that are here now. He's he played with those guys. So for them to see that, that it's actually like possible for something like that to happen, I think it drives them even more. Well, pal, thanks so much for taking some time to chat today and, and going so thorough into looking at uh, what we've seen out of this team this year. Always appreciate your time and uh, look forward to seeing how these next three days go uh, as we wrap up this series here in Erie. Yeah, I appreciate you having me and uh, have fun and go nuts.